then right. we'll just try I just pressed the record button. Oh, you just started? Yeah. All right, perfect. So <laughs> um, I'm so excited to have you because I'm like, man, it's going to take forever to get someone else to do this. I know. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you're doing this because people like me were looking for kind of like reassurance. And with your page, listening to other members and like information, it helped me just like kind of get my own thoughts together. Right. And I'm glad because I can add someone else and the feedback I've gotten from people has been uh, tremendous. So just to begin, uh, if you use mind sharing your name and how long you've been in this cult for. Yeah. So I'm Chelsea. Um, so I was a part of uh, World Missionary Society, Church of God. It's long. <laughs> I, I was a part of their group um, around 2018 into 2019 for about a year. I was mm -hmm. going to um, studies and then I kind of backed away and I would go here and there. So, But I officially stopped um, like two, three days ago. Oh, wow. Wow. All yeah. right. So... When before you even began going into this into this call, how did it all start? Like, were you attending? Um, um so I was a Catholic, church? and I got into reading the Bible more on my own as opposed to doing the rituals at church. I was like, all right, now it's time for me to like really kind of know what's going on. So then, um, I was shopping one day at Marshalls, and these group of girls like came up to me and outside of Marshall's and they were just talking about like mother God and Zion and if I know who they are. And at that time I just finished reading revelations. So I was like, <laughs> Oh, like I know what you're saying, but I wasn't really sure what they were talking about. Cause they were like, Oh, our God is a mother. And I, the whole time I'm like, no, like for sure. Like we have one God and mm -hmm. apparently they praise some woman in like China so she invited me to go to studies with her and I was like, okay, I'll go for, you know, just to see what she has to say, be open about it. Um, and yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> so it must've just been this shotgun full of just nice statements that it makes anyone feel puzzled. It's like, whoa, I, I want to join. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like, after the fact that I told them I wasn't interested, she was pretty yeah. persistent. So I was like, she really, you know, has something to say. So, yeah. and I, as she was a female, so it kind of made me more comfortable and it kind of right. made me feel like, oh, they have like a sisterhood thing going on as well as Bible study. So I was like, that's awesome. I could go Bible study with females. So that's another reason why I was like, let me give this a chance, you know? Yeah. Oh man. Um, my wife had her own experience with that. Um, females are constantly approaching her. She would ask, why isn't there a male approaching me? Yeah. Um, but so you got approached by them and they spoke to you, but what is it exactly that drew you in to, um, to this cult? Um, I think the fact that I was just questioning the Catholic church and I noticed a lot of things, um, they were going against the Bible um, especially our commandments. So right. when the Missionary Society Church of God group <laughs> kind of mentioned that, I was like, wow, you know, they're right. They have a point. So that kind of just lured me in to find out more, especially about the Sabbath being on uh, Saturday and not Sunday. Right. And like, she told me like, Google a calendar. So like, I Googled the calendar and right. um, she showed me how Sunday is always the first day of the week. So how could the seventh day be Sunday if it's Saturday? So, so it was like, <laughs> like it, I got where they were going with it. Right. 
but you know, yeah. what's, what's crazy is that you said that she said Google it, but isn't the Church of God known for saying don't Google anything because... Yeah, here and there, like, she'll just have me look stuff up, but I guess it depends on what she wanted me to look up. Right. Like, if it were pictures of the Catholic Church, she would say, okay, look up pictures of Catholic Church. Or, like, she'll have printouts already, like, ready, and they have a book with pictures there in the book mm. to show us, like, oh, the Catholic Church has people bowing, you know, to the Pope, and... Yeah, they have their own little system going on. Wow. wow, wow. So let me see. Um, Definitely give me the first couple of days when you were first introduced to the church. You Like actually went to Bible study? Actually went to Bible okay. study. How was the um, nature of the conversation? Because part of cult tactics is that they tend to have answers to every question. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and they have a lot of information to this spit out at you. So mm -hmm. um, I got to the Bible study and it was a house. And I was just like, okay, I'm not really at like a school or anything or a church. So yeah. it was someone's house. Um, I walked in. She said we use the rooms as like study rooms. So I went into one of the rooms and there was just like a desk. There's a chair and then another chair on the other side. And then just a bookshelf with like different kinds of like Bibles and versions and stuff. So um, she started talking to me about Genesis, which, you know, I understood the gist of that. But then she mentioned how like it says um, God created us in his own image. Right, 127. And he created them. Yeah. So she started from the beginning with me and then she pointed out us being plural. Mm. So then I was like, I see where the plural is, but at the time I was new to studying the Bible. So like, right. I didn't have much to say yet because uh -huh. I didn't have time to let things sink in. So after that, she would go and just jump from like verses to verses and just keep jumping around the Bible. And it, it wouldn't really give me a chance to like sink in and just like think about what she's saying. It was more like, like you said, I have an answer for this. I have an answer for that because I could prove this, that, that, that. Um, so yeah, after that, like towards the end of our Bible study, she brought up, um, how their Christ in the new name is Ansang Hong. And she kind of tried to push the fact that I had to get baptized because around the time I joined, it was almost Passover time and she wanted okay. me to celebrate the Passover with them. Yeah. So mm. she kept pushing that I need to get baptized or I won't be saved for like this year's Passover. So, Wait, did she ever did she ever show any evidence to if you don't keep the Passover, you won't be saved? Um no, just the fact that, you know, uh, Jesus broke the bread, shared it with his disciples, Typical, said yeah. remember me. Yeah, so the Forget basic Forget the context, just show out the passage, right? The basic Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so everything was all about how I have to keep the Passover and it was on a certain day. So every other church had it wrong. They used the sacred calendar. Um, and yeah. Nobody in the world has that, right? Yeah. So if we don't do it on that specific day, the way they practice it with like the feet washing and the bread and wine, then basically your Passover doesn't count and you're not saved. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, that, to, that to me is so exclusive and, and at the same time it's just I, I want to say arrogant um to say that 
if you don't like um, pertain to this particular group, it doesn't matter whether you do what they do under the mm-hmm. name of any other church or any other denomination, you're wrong. It has to be exactly. under the old mission side church of God, because if not, you're not underneath us and you're wrong and you're not keeping the Passover as it correctly. And I think one of the questions I would always ask a person who's a member is if I kept everything you guys are doing, but I did it under the name of Pentecostal or Baptist, am I still saved? Yeah. And I, and I think, I think what they'll be quite, um, be, they probably wouldn't say, yeah. They, they probably try to make you feel like, yeah, you're probably saved. But at the same time, they want you to be part of their church, not part yeah, of Yeah, definitely. Um, by the second day, she introduced, well, the first day, she introduced um, a reward system. Okay. So basically, every study we did, I would get mm-hmm. a sticker for it. And once I accumulated enough stickers, I get a prize. So to me, I mean, I'm over the age of 21. I just like didn't see why I had to get bribed with this reward system. Mm -hmm. Like I freely like drove my car to her house. You know what I mean? Like I chose to be there. I don't need stickers. I don't need Yeah. So I was like, I was kind of iffy about that. Why she was pushing that reward system to me. Um, and then she had me sit down and watch a couple of videos that their church created about um, how people are calling their church a cult. And it was like a little cartoon talking about how like you shouldn't Google stuff and use the internet because basically that's like Eve when she um, ate the fruit from the tree. Right. She wasn't supposed to be exposed. And so technically that's what we would be doing by searching up information outside of the church. I can almost guarantee you nobody there has actually read a book on the Nicene Creed. I can almost guarantee you all of them probably got their information from the internet. From the nobody, <laughs> nobody there has a library card. Nobody yeah. there has been sitting down and reading encyclopedias or what's going on with the what is the actual Nicene Creed? A lot of them just know what the Council of Nicaea is, and not even that they know. They don't yeah. even know what the, the, the Nicene Creed is, let alone anything else. But they're telling you not to go on the internet, yet that's been the source of their information. And they want you to rely on, on, on their source of information. Well, what confused me too is like, they were telling us not to go on the internet, but they have a video against the people going on the internet and they're still going on the internet sharing this video. My point, exactly. So I was just like, why do you get to go on the internet, but I don't get to go on the internet. I have it was, no idea. It was confusing. Yeah. So when you were um, in these Bible studies, how long are they? Okay, so my first couple of studies were like an hour, but we would do study after study after study what in do you mean one by day. That? So like we would complete one study and then she'd say, oh, I have another great study. Can you stay? And so sometimes I like I was so into it. So I was like, yeah, I'll stay for another one. Like, let's let's go for it. But then after a while, I was kind of like, okay, I have to go study for school. I have to go walk my dog. And she would kind of just keep pressing on me like, wait, one more, one more. Let's do one more. So we would end up studying for like three hours. So do they encourage education? Do they encourage going to school? Um, it, it was to me, it didn't feel like they encouraged going to school. So they, what they care more about is attendance. Yeah, for sure. Your career path or what's For sure. I mean, I told her I was going to school, a nursing school, and she was giving me all the reasons why, like, working in the hospital was, like, a Satan thing to do, all because of, like, 
the healthcare symbol is a snake. And like, I get it, okay. but I don't walk around with, you know, the snake. <laughs> you know, me. there's, there's like, people I like go to that. school with scrubs. Like. Believe it or not, believe it or not, there's people like that, whether they're a part of a cult or part of a, like a religious belief, like it, it's just trying to find the devil in the details yeah saying 666 because the monster's logo is yeah, and she, lettering for <laughs> the devil she kind of made me feel bad i was like wait am i doing like the right thing like i want to go to school to help people but right. I mean, if it's against the bible and like you know so she kind of made me second guess and kind of put a little bit of mental stress on me because at the time i had finals and i was just second guessing like am i doing the right thing you know wait, is, if i'm not mistaken i think um what is it colossians 414 says that luke was a physician so Luke was a doctor, but I can't be a doctor. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, there's healers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, think, I think the Bible is a, a is an activist for people to help others, you know. Um, and so whether that be by miracle or whether that be by, um, you know, studying and God giving us wisdom and healing somebody, yeah. none of it. It's it's wrong. All of it's glorifying God. So in the church. Can you explain to me the, the dynamic of the church when you were in there? I understand that the church divides men and females apart. And if you're married, you are not to really wear a wedding ring um, because it's the, it's the Sabbath and you should be acknowledging the Sabbath, not so much that you're married. Um, was there anything sketchy that when you were at the church that just made you feel uncomfortable? Um. I mean, their main church in Zion up north. So we yeah. would, I attended like two of their services, which were at the house and they would um, pull chairs out. They separate the male, the female. Mm. Um, it didn't seem like she was really open to me talking to other female members because every time I would go into conversation with one she kind of like ran over to me and was like always there and um when I had asked this one girl if I could have her phone number in case I have like other questions about like bible study my mentor told me like no I could only have her number because she doesn't want me to get confused with everyone else's you know like perspective or whatever how they teach the um I guess the uh, study so she said it's best that, you know, you have one mentor and you both work out with the mentor, which she was really, really on top of me. Like she said, we could FaceTime call if I can't make it. She'll come oh, to my best house. Buddies. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> <laughs> she was finding every way in order for me not to like interact with other members. So, so, yeah. so you, I'm sorry, but you, you clearly had an overseer. How long did this overseer overseen you? Like, was it the first six months, the first year, and then you were able to? Okay, so I wasn't consistent with going. I was only consistent with going to studies for like two months for every single session, every single session. There was only one session that she couldn't make. I forgot what, I think it's because she had booked other sessions at that time and I told her that was my only availability. So she had her best friend you teach me the uh, Trinity. And yeah, that was about it. Every other session was with her. <laughs> oh, wait, I got to hear this part. So yeah. what do they say about the Trinity exactly? Like? Okay, so God is 
God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, very similar, uh, directly related to like water. So water can be ice, liquid, or um, vapor. Right. And so it's all one. And that's, you know, how God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit were. <laughs> oh, man. And just for anyone listening to this podcast, um, that's a horrible illustration <laughs> of the Trinity. Uh, everyone well, now it. that the I like, read that, the Bible, yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> anyone, I've, I've heard people say things that are probably better than the water, ice, vapor. People have said stuff like Cerberus, right? Three heads, one body. Yeah, <laughs> I could that see that too. Wrong. I could see it. I mean, the analogy is cool, but yeah, it's not, yeah. it doesn't explain what's happening in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, I think when it comes to analogies, if you push them far enough, they just, they fail. So, yeah. um, um, man, I had a, 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 a question here. You have, you said before, you said you study scripture for hours, but did you guys really study scripture or did you guys just study passages? No, it was just verses. So yeah, it was from one verse jumping into like from the Old Testament to the New Testament, like mm-hmm. comparing. And okay. so Forget it would go context, from, just toss it out the window. Yeah, I'd go from one book to another book. Like, so she'd say, you see the sentence here? It's the same sentence over mm-hmm. here. Gotcha. <laughs> and, then, and how did any of that make you feel? Um, so at the time, because I didn't really know the Bible, yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, we should compare, like, what did God want then? And what does God want now? And mm. so it kind of made sense to compare. But once I started reading it on my own from, like, front to back, I was like, wait, this is just, like, a whole new world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So did you, um, when, when you were in the church, did you ever have like a like a lifeguard, right? Someone afar who was tossing you um, a life vest and saying, "Get out, get out of this cult," and you're like, "No, no, no, it's not oh, cold, it's not bad." But you, you know what? No, actually, I was the one to kind of talk about the church and like promote it to my own friends. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. You <laughs> I know. So I was, I was started promoting it and it just hit me one night. I was just like, there's something that doesn't feel right about mm-hmm. this. And so that just really bothered me. And it just confused me to the fact where like, it was hard for me to sleep sometimes because I was like, there's something not right. And I kept thinking if this is right, it should feel like, you know, Right, it should, it should feel, feel just normal. Natural, yeah. So like it doesn't have to feel good cuz right could sometimes be wrong, you know? Like Yeah. So it just didn't feel natural. There was something like a glitch. And so I started looking up, <laughs> you know, things about Christ on Song Hong and also um the whole right fact the that fruit. like they were praising the woman in China. She didn't really tell me about it till later on in the studies. Okay. So in the beginning she's talking about Jesus. But then she'll whip out our new Christ is on Song Hong. And by then you're kind of like, whoa, like, wait, wait, hold this- up, hold up, hold up. So wait, at what point when, when you're a member of the church, are you introduced to this phenomenon? Like, at what point do they tell you this? Like from the get go or you have to be in there for like six months? 
No, so she didn't tell me from the get-go. It was more like based off of like where we were in our study. So like we got to the point where we were talking about baptism. And so then that's when she did the whole Christ on Sang Hong and the closer we were getting to Passover, that's when she introduced me to him. So like it made me think too, like if we weren't close to Passover, when were you going to tell me about like the fact that I'm praising someone <laughs> that I don't even know who he is? So I know part of their belief when it comes to baptism is we're baptizing you under the name of the Father, the Son, and on Sang Hong. Yeah. So they take so out Jesus. Did she, did she ever mention that during that session? During which session? The baptism session. Yeah. So she let me know. She let me know that the new name, because we're in the age of the Holy Spirit. So the first, you know, the Old Testament's the age of, you know, Jehovah. Mm -hmm. The second is the age of Jesus, Jesus, the Son. And then now we're in the age of the Holy Spirit. So she would say, like, the secret is who's the Holy Spirit who came down to deliver the message. So it was An Sang Hong. He went from the Holy Spirit to being the second coming Christ. So yeah, he's everything. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty Tonight, much a triune God. Yeah, he's everything. So yeah, um, that's what happened. And she didn't mention uh, the Mother God, like the actual woman, mm -hmm. until like a couple studies later on. Okay. So this was after the fact that I got baptized under and on Sang Hong. How do you feel about that? <laughs> to me, I said while I was in baptism, like, if this is wrong, in my head, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> God knows my intentions. Yeah. So, like, I, I didn't feel too caught up in it. But there are some people in the church who do, like, they cry and they just, like, they really, really get into it. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm into it. But I knew, like, regardless, like, I know where my heart lies and I believe in God. So, yeah. So I know that I spoke to a few people on on Instagram um, about questions about baptism and church and Christ on Sang Home. And, like, we've spoken before. You've told me that they say the same thing all the time go to your local church and have a study with them. Yeah. Um, when you're a member of the church, do they ever um, answer your questions in depth as hard as they are? Or do they tend to always like slide you to the next person? No, like they stick to the same like kind of script they have. So uh, they have studies and verses they want to like pinpoint and hit. And that's what they stick to. So if you like, if you kind of try to throw them off guard and like ask them something outside of the verses they know and like say like, hey, but I read this verse and this says that they'll go back to their verse and that's how they justify that they're right. I, I see what they're doing. I see. It, it's almost like trying to, I guess, they'll run the same um I guess it's literally film. like a, a script, like a play. Right, they'll, they'll run the same script until you you actually give up on your question and adopt their answers. And yes. so my question was, 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 I don't know, paraphrased wrong or something. And then they, they probably feel like, okay, I guess, I guess you are right. And maybe I'm just wrong on how I'm, I'm going yeah, about the question. Yeah, I, I, I understand what parables are. So, I mean, I didn't talk much during these studies, so I don't think she knew, you know, like, what level of, like, 
reading or understanding I was at, but I mm. kept quiet. So she would explain to me like what a parable is and how not everything was meant to be taken literally. There's a lot of things meant to take figuratively. So right. I understood that. And in the Bible, it's very clear what's a parable and what isn't. And right. they would use what should have been literal and try to like change it into parable and they change the parables into like their perception as opposed to having proof to what's in the bible it's a whole like twist and like a game with them and it's uh -huh. like it wasn't clear and that's yeah. what i didn't like about the church is that i felt like when i read the bible on my own it was very clear as to like Jesus being the son of God. So did they encourage Bible reading by yourself? Did they discourage it? Did you have to read the Bible with something else? Like um, if you're a Jehovah's witness, you have to read the Bible with like a, a watchtower magazine. Um, I wasn't told anything because she just kept stressing that I should go to Bible study. I should go to Bible study. That was like the main thing. And she would literally text me like from the morning till evening and just like kind of hunt me down to Bible It's just study. too much. That's like, yeah, that, that's too much. Like it's overwhelming. I, th I think truth itself is sufficient. I don't need anyone howling me down, trying to see my every step, my, my every location. If, if the Bible is true, then it, it's going to lead me to the truthfulness. Exactly. I, I don't need someone to text me and say, are you coming to Bible study? Let, let's say I don't go to Bible study. Exactly. A am I am I unable to still read scripture because scripture is true, or must I read scripture through the lens of the Church of God for me to get it correctly? Yeah. So, so I would tell her like, "Oh, I read this book, that book," and she would say, "Oh, that's great, sister, but there's some things that not everyone will understand, and that's why we need to have Bible study because things will be taken differently than they should be." So like, she kind of like gave me the compliment of reading the Bible, but then kind of knocked me down and assumed that I didn't know what was going on before even hearing, you know, like how I perceived it. So. Um, was there ever a time where you, um, where you were called? Kind of like they make you feel like, they make you feel um, like stupid. That's, okay. you know what I mean? Like they kind of like try know to more dumb than you, you because down. They've been there longer than you. They try to dumb you down. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, you don't know what you're talking about because you're not a member of the church and you don't mm -hmm. study the Bible 24 seven. So mm -hmm. how could you possibly know what the Bible means? You know? Yeah. They think your, your head's buried under sand. And, and at some point they actually accustom you to become reliant on them for all your thinking and mm -hmm. all God's revelation to the point where you become codependent of the members of the church. And now you're like, well, I can't just read the Bible. I have to go there. And at that point, you've been totally brainwashed to think that. Exactly. Um, and you've been memorizing their kind of like format and their like line by line. So then you're like, oh, I know the Bible. No, it's just, you know what they told you and what they didn't want to tell you. So, so how often did you go out? street preaching no i've never done street preaching so like while i was in school i would just kind of like um if conversations got religious then i'd throw it in and preach this church but i never did the whole like standing outside try to mm -hmm. get members all that
did you ever feel like with the knowledge you had, which I don't, I don't know how much you know, but with the, the knowledge you had, whether it was a lot or whether it was minimal, were you able to, I guess, run circles on your typical Christian? What do you mean run circles? Like you would probably, you're, you're probably going to come across a, a Christian, right? A person um, who's not part of this church. Yeah, and, of course. And you preach to them, um, whether in school or outside of school. And when you told them about Mother God and you probably showed them the verses of Genesis, Galatians. Yeah, Galatians. so they started questioning themselves too. Wow. <laughs> like oh, it just oh. became a whole, like I became my mentor and now I was about to mentor someone else. Mm -hmm. yeah so they started questioning it too but i mean i try not get too into it it was more of like let me just like let them know that there's a mother god according to this verse and i kind of stuck away from it because something felt wrong about it Hmm. um do you still do you hate the word bible prophecy (laughs) because they use that word so many times Yes, they use it all the time. They say An Song Hong filled the prophecies and Yeah. I mean there's no proof of anything. Mm-hmm. Um I they keep their uh books really private. So like if you ask to see one of An Song Hong's books, you're not allowed to. Like only the leaders are able to like bring out the book and teach you from the book. Gotcha. I don't know. Why, why, why is that? It shouldn't be like that. Right. If, if, <laughs> I don't if the, know if the gospel why. Message, right. If, if the gospel message is for everyone, why kind of keep it away from everyone? Yeah. Um, I, well, I was told that they didn't want it to get into the hands of the wrong people. But to me, I feel like God already knows everything. So yeah. I mean, like, regardless if it's with the wrong person, mm-hmm. he, ultimately he has the power. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to like, so, do whatever you want. Yeah. So when you were when you were in this cold, and uh, did it cause any any conflict within your family? Um, I guess just the whole like that I didn't really care too much about like Christmas and like you know, the American holidays and stuff like that, but not too much because I didn't let it get there. I mean, Mm. like one of the commandments is honor your father and mother. So like, I never got to that point where I was like, all right, bye family. But Mm -hmm. other girls in the church. Yeah. Like this one girl, she, um, expressed to me that like her parents were crying because she didn't want to attend like a Catholic baptism so like some of the girls are leaving their families for this church, but they have to remember, like, it's a part of the commandment, regardless, like to honor your, your mother and father. So, mm-hmm. and, um, now that you've left, um, how, how does it, how does it feel leaving? Amazing. The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can sleep at night. <laughs> wow. Um, it's, it's bittersweet because you feel like you found like your answers Mm -hmm. through this church. And then when you do your own research, you're just like, wow, I've wasted so much time. I invested in this church and yeah. Yeah. I mean, so as far, I know, I know um, it's it's very common for people who have left a cult to actually turn to um, agnosticism, atheism, reject God in his entirety. 
Where are you exactly right now in your walk? Um, I consider myself a Christian. Okay, all right. I haven't found a church that I'm like too interested in like joining yet, mm -hmm. but I mean, I'll get there. Just right now, I'd rather just study the Bible on my own first, kind of build yeah. a nice, strong foundation, okay, and then decide where I want to go. Yeah. But definitely Christian. And have you been able to, I guess, um, find a collective amount of people to kind of help you build that foundation? Yeah, definitely. All right. So even though I don't attend um, these people's churches, I mm -hmm. still have conversation with them. So yeah, they've been really supportive. Um, you've been supportive. Um, mm -hmm. You're very knowledgeable as well as... Um, they have great light studios. You got to Yeah, great light studios. I actually Kelsey. found them first. Yeah, I found them first. And I was like, thank you, Lord. Like, someone had <laughs> to do this. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I wasn't going to do it. I was just going to say, hey, like, I found my way out of it. And I was just yeah. going to, like, chill and live life now. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that they're doing it now, I'm like, I need to support them. That's the mm -hmm. least I can do. Yeah, yeah I think... I yeah. think, uh, I'm sorry. No, I think it's cool. It's like, I, I've been approached by them. My wife has been approached by them. Um, I've seen the damage that they have done. I, I've seen their countless rebuttals to a lot of the people and, and putting people in bondage. Um, I've seen their twisting of scripture of, of Galatians that has everything to do with law, grace, Judaizers, and then they come out of nowhere with Mother God on chapter four. And I've seen that and I'm like, wait, I'm doing this podcast. I'm, I'm trying to take it as serious as I possibly can. <laughs> Let me connect with people. And then I realize, wow, people love this stuff because they understand that they've probably been approached by them too. And they don't know enough about them. And we have to admit, apart from examining um, the church of God, there really isn't a lot of sources to know about this group besides uh, this immense amount of interviews by great light studios and the material that we're launching out this year. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I was smart enough to just read the Bible on my own, which everybody should just do that first step, you know? Um, and then um, I kind of found things about the church that were against it. And it's so weird because they're so against like the Catholic church and Christian mm -hmm. church, but they're going against the Bible too. I mean, their right. main page, which, you know, I'm not searching the internet. I'm going to their main page. Right. They show off their plaques everywhere about their community service and stuff. They blocked me on Instagram for leaving um, the verse Matthew six Mm -hmm. about doing good deeds in private like there's just i don't know i could go on and on about this <laughs> i think we all can yeah, right yeah. like <laughs> absolutely I, I, yeah no but i think we just have we have love for them we have love for the members do you have any current members right now who are friends oh no i wasn't allowed to get their phone numbers so it never happened wow not um, even I within a year what not even within the year people just didn't share their phone numbers no, the times I were going, I went about like, let's say 10 times, 20 times. Okay. Like it, it wasn't, and it wasn't consistent. It was just okay. like one week. First I started consistent. I started going for like a month straight, two months straight. Then I spread it out because I needed space away from them. Like it was just mm -hmm. too much to like take in. Um, because they're changing the entire, but like 
basically they're changing the entire Bible. So yeah, I had to kind of learn from scratch their teachings and how they related to An Song Hong and mm-hmm. yeah, Mother God. But right, it's, so- it's just weird because they they preach about Mother God and they worship Mother God, but my Bible studies didn't get to my, like Mother God. Like, so, so they have you thinking that they're still following Jesus. Yeah. But in reality, now you're singing their songs and it's An Sang Hong and it's Mother God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of their, a lot of their practices are, is, is, is confusing. I think a lot of their, um, the things they say is confusing um, as far as, uh, the people um, who are preaching, and I, I've heard a couple of their sermons. Um, it's very robotic, robotic. It's very parroting. It doesn't seem like there's an engage, um, engagefulness um, from the pastor to the to the congregation to the flock. Um, it almost seems to me like what Jesus says: you you clean the uh, the outside of the cup, but the inside is still dirty, it's still filthy. Um, oh yeah, it, it's so- very legalistic. They want you and trap you, make you feel like. Um, that we are the victims and the entire world is against us and we're the lone survivors. And um, I think when you have that mentality and you can't back it up with scripture and context, it's, it's a downhill from, from there. I mean, I remember going to their like in-house church service and their like pastor or whatever literally mm-hmm. sp- like spent 20 minutes talking about this one guy he went up to who said, Jesus is love and he wasn't interested in their church. And I was like, why are we hearing about this guy? And like, you're just basically like, you know, just like trash talking him without really trash talking him, but like, you know, bringing up that story and trying to bring down that kid Yeah. when it's supposed to be about studying the Bible and it just didn't make sense. Like they were all laughing about it. So they were making fun of this kid pretty much like that was yeah, part of not, the church not, service I went example, to. Right. Yeah. Um, I know there's a few other things, but I want to make sure we're on time. So kind of my first time, well, my first time ever using zoom. Yeah. And so, I don't see like a timer thing on this. We don't see a timer. Okay. No. So uh, two things and then we'll go for a landing. So number one is I know that even though you went there a handful of times, um, did the church ever try to pull on your finances? Um, no. So in the beginning, well, it was, it was getting there. It was easing its way in. Like that's where I was at. I was at the point where they were like, they thought that they had me. So <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. You like, the you know, New Yorker. I was the one that got away. Yeah. So, so, um, <laughs> she said how like they have the tides, right. And that you, don't have to donate, but if you could, it's 10%. So I was like, okay, I don't have to, but me, you know, being who I am, like, of course I'm going to donate. So I started off with a small amount, right? Mm -hmm. Then as we were getting closer to go visit the church that they have in Zion, um, 
she was like kind of stressing on it how like oh it says here in the bible you should give and here in the bible you should give and she's like so they allude to it (laughs) yeah so she was like before we like get to the church when you have your donation make sure you have an envelope if you don't have one i have one so at first she makes it seem like oh you have the free will to like donate or not then she like slowly like kind of tries to convince you without telling you directly like yeah yeah, we want your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuz all it became like before I got to their church, their main church was, oh, you know, it says here this much, here this much you should give on, you know, uh the feast of um, you know, any of their feasts you should donate. Right. And so I was just like, okay. It went from I can give whatever to now I have to give money to what now about, I have to give 10%. That? Yeah, what about the feast of uh, giving with a joyful heart? What about that feast? The one that we shouldn't feel tempted or pushed to give, but that we should give out of the abundance of our heart. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, they should let me go to them. And I felt like they kept always, like, going to me, going to me. That's annoying. Yeah, it was annoying. So what if, um, I don't know how how many you have, how many advices you have. But for anyone who's uh, anyone who's who's came across this church, um, what are your advice to them? And for anyone who's possibly a present member of this church, okay. So I think the the present members it's going to be hard because they've already invested time. They build relationships with their friends, Mm -hmm. you know. So to me, if I were a member, I would feel more like I don't want to leave at this point because my life revolves around this. So it's a whole new beginning once you leave the church. You have to develop new friends, you know, you have to win back your family. Like, <laughs> it's a whole new beginning. And that could be kind of scary for people, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty outgoing, I'll take risks. So to me, it was kind of like, bye Felicia, and I was gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was gone. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, she still texts me. It got to the point where I had to block her because it was just too much like the no thank you, no I'm not interested, no I'll never, you know, like praise your God. She just did not accept that. She wouldn't accept it. But um, I guess like, yeah, my advice for those who are questioning it, they just have to remember that um, God gave them a brain too. You know what I mean? As well as a heart. So you know, don't forget you have a brain and the internet, there's cons and there's pros. So Mm -hmm. depending on, you know, how you want to take the information given to you, I don't want to tell anyone what to do, you know, but, um, I don't think they should limit themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I, I think that's, uh, that's good advice. I think for anyone who's in use your brain, God says, uh, let's come together. Let's reason. Right. So, so God is a God of reason. He wants you to use the God given brain he gave you. Um, at the same time, uh, for anyone who's in, I hope you guys took in any information, anything that this uh, former member um, ha- has said. And um, I hope you guys grow from it. I think it's so important that I put, I posted here on, um, on Instagram today it was Titus 1 9. It says, holding to the faithful message as taught so that he will be able to encourage with sound teaching and to refute those who contradict it. And it's extremely tough to be able to contradict something you don't know the teaching and you're almost in bliss. And that's what cults tend to prey on, people who don't know their Bible, people who may suffer from low self-esteem, 
people who don't have friends and they take them, they give them everything that they don't have. You become financially invested and you become ensnared. And so, hey, Chels, thanks a lot for being here. Thanks a lot for just- um, My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right.